Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back. It's another Wednesday. Woohoo, baby. Another Wednesday. If you're listening to this in the morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to Wake all the my fuck lovely up. people. Ella, how has your week been? You know, with upcoming winter and all. I'm going to be real. I honestly feel like I've been so busy at my new job that. I'm going to blink three times. And I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be 30, you know, like the oh, weeks shit. and the days are just going by so quickly that it's kind of like crazy. Like, I feel like I'm a time traveler right now. That's how <laughs> quickly I feel like time's coming up. We got Thanksgiving next week. Yeah, we got Christmas coming up. I don't even remember Halloween. That was so long ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, it literally feels like that was ages ago. That was only like two weeks ago. That's what I just mean. Like, it's, I feel like time's going by so quickly, but it's also like, I don't even know. So yeah, my grasp on time is not great, but I, we keep on chugging, right? Chugging right along. I'm like the complete opposite right now. And I'm in my messy depressy. So I'm like, if I could just wake up in like three months <laughs> when everything is better, like that sounds great to me. No, yeah, I had to work like retail today because uh, the company I work for, I guess, has short staffed. So they've made corporate members go work retail. And honestly, I don't know how people do it. Like if you work retail, like I salute you, you have patience, you have grace. I was there for four hours and I was like, I got to get out of here. I was like, I got finally got my break and I was like, what if I just don't come back? Will they fire me from my corporate job? I was like, I can't be here. I need a drink. Like it was awful. I know I, obviously like I there's a lot of privilege in what I'm saying, but yeah, no, it was definitely not for me. I do not. I've worked retail once before in my life and um, I hated it. So being back there was definitely a tough pickle. And then I also found out that like something might be wrong with like my green card application that we're going to have to look into. And I just like had like a minor like quarter life crisis for like 30 minutes where I was like I got off and I was like crying on the train. Crying on the train oh, is yeah. my new aesthetic. Crying on the subway is my new vibe, bro. I was crying. You're going to end up on like week. a TikTok or something. <laughs> And this bitch is always crying on the subway. <laughs> and then on Friday, I was crying on the subway on my way home from the bars. And I literally couldn't find my mask. So I was like covering my mouth and my nose while I was crying on the subway. Oh, God. At like 5 a.m. Like, you know, the aesthetic was just like who I knew I would always be in New York. No, but then I talked to my dad and he like called me off the ledge. And he was like, mm. it's not that, like we, we got you. It's not that serious. And I was just like... Okay, like, I'm fine. I just like, had a really tough day working retail. <laughs> Dude, it's my pet peeve whenever I see like someone giving a retail or customer service employee a hard time. Yeah. I'm like, leave her the fuck alone. She makes like $15 an hour in that. <laughs> like, leave her alone. I always am stepping in and being like, stop being mean to her. <laughs> you would be great on an episode of What Would You Do? Yeah. Oh, you never want to end up on the wrong end of what would you do, am I right? No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about today. We're talking about deal breakers and how to be a dating detective, as in figuring out early on what are red flags, what are your deal breakers, and what should you do? From obvious experts who believe in 
limited relationships but I would say that I do I have been in a lot of situationships where I feel like I can pinpoint these things very well now I only feel good about giving advice because I don't have any original thoughts you know what I'm saying no (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just saying I'm I'm a compilation of like info (laughs) you know a compilation of like four therapists a bunch of older family members you know what I'm saying good teachings like I feel like I wouldn't trust me personally but I would trust the people that I trust (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) do as we say not as we do are you ready to get in the episode yeah let's do it Okay, so I thought about this, like, I find myself that I'm a detective when it comes to dating, because I always like figure Mm -hmm. it out, right? I always figure it out whether they want me to figure it out or not. So I'm going to give you some of our tricks. A sly, a sly, a sly, a sly, sneaky 007 (laughs) type in the dating world. Even before we're in a relationship, I will already know your red flags because I would have, I will have had lurked in all your social media to make sure that you're like at least a decent human being like step step negative one is Mm -hmm. making sure that you seem normal that like you got at least like two friends that like you know like the pre-screen the Mm pre-screen exactly and if that you don't have like trump rhetoric or like patriotic like propaganda on your social medias because then i'll be running like you're not you're not getting a you're getting a follow back and then you're getting a block right after like those are the those are the steps (laughs) follow with a block and then you'll know you did not pass the pre-screening process I love that. I do more pre-screening, maybe more than I should. I like to Google people's name in their hometown, make sure there's no <laughs> incriminating articles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Call your homie with with court records, see if they're in the system. The funniest is when you go on Facebook and look someone up and you're like, so based on our mutuals, not going to touch it with 10 It's looking polls. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like you are only friends with like my plug from high school and some girl who friended everyone in middle school. Like that's not looking good for you. Yeah, mostly in Seattle. In Seattle, that's rough, roughers. I think it's a good thing. You know, I'll call myself out. Something that has been happening to me is if you're going to give people your social media, be ready to like acknowledge them next time you see them. Because so obviously I'm single, not that ready to mingle, but ready to get free drinks. And so (laughs) we're always ready for that. Always ready for that. So I've been uh, being approached by men and, you know, I'm friendly. They buy me a drink. I give them my Instagram. We're good to go. Turns out my dumbass has not been remembering these men. And I have been a repeat offender. Apparently Brooklyn is real small. The going out community is like teeny itty bitty because twice in like two days back to back, men have called me out like, what? Like, you don't remember me? And then another one like, oh, yeah, we met here last week. And I was like, ah! I don't have my contacts in. I can't see you. I'm so what? sorry. And they're like, no, yeah, yeah. I messaged you on Instagram. Sir, what? No, not me. Not me. Not me not even following you back. Not me not even looking at my unread, like, request. Oh, man. Cringe. So I didn't pass their pre-screen. <laughs> 
you know, it goes both fucking ways. Fair enough. Yeah. So getting into another part of this is like, you have to to look for deal breakers. You got to define your deal breakers. Uh-huh. And where you start with that is, what are you looking for, right? Are you looking for a good time or a long time? And if you think you're looking for like a good time short term, you're wrong, bitch, because you're going to catch feelings. So you might as well make sure that even if it's a short time, those deal breakers are still there. Because just in case, just in case you I get agree. lost in the dick sauce, just in case, you know, don't play yourself like this, sis. Don't play yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that because sometimes once you start dealing in the fun times, your picker is off, right? You're, you're not good at picking anymore because you got your something else involved. Your judgment just goes off. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you know what? I'm going to let it go because we're not even going to be together. Yeah. You're right. six months in and you're not going to be together and you're already invested and this man is a horrible human being. Yeah. Interesting. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> I... I don't want to say like I used to date a model, but he he was very attractive, but a lot of red flags, a lot of red flags <laughs> that I just kind of ignored. And then like it got farther into it and I definitely caught feelings. And then what are you going to do? Walk away? You can't just walk away. Did he walk away? Yeah, but it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? I should have fucking figured it out first that he was a <laughs> shitty person. I probably could have figured that out a little sooner. But I wasn't thinking about that. I was yeah. like, this guy's hot. This is fun. Whatever. Yeah, right? yeah whatever. Whatever. I mean, I'm free going. I'm independent. I don't need anybody. Catches feelings. Gets hurt. Gets hurt by some man that wasn't even up to our standards. Literally. That's actually a great way to put it. Like, you should always just, like, make sure that men meet the bare minimum of your standards. Pass <laughs> your little deal breakers. So then if you do catch feelings, it's not an issue. And you're not like embarrassed that mm, yeah. the medium ugly dude you were into that doesn't fit the mold of who you wanted at all made you sad. That happens. I would <laughs> like to happen. just add to this that like, you know, no one's going to be perfect. So definitely look at your deal breakers. If that list got like a hundred deal breakers <laughs> on it, baby girl. We got to prioritize. Yeah, prioritize. Because some of them are should be preferences, right? Right. They might be preferences, like you prefer a certain, I don't fucking know, whatever you're- A tan man. Yeah. Yeah, I think breaking down kind of like what your standards or at least your deal breakers are is a good way to to begin to begin to find out like who you want sometimes it's looking back at your past relationships and seeing what you didn't like or want Mm -hmm. and for me like that's a good way because like now I know like I want somebody that knows how to talk about their feelings their emotions the second I start being vulnerable and telling you like for me when I know like a little bit of a red flag or a deal breaker is when I am ready to be vulnerable and I start telling you about like the things that are going on in my life and in return you're not getting that back like Mm -hmm. at all like you know like you they might be telling you their day-to-day kind of like bullshit but it's not getting deeper like there seems to be nothing in their lives that has ever affected Mm -hmm. them that's a that's a red flag that doesn't you know you got a fuck boy okay (laughs) I think what that means is like you're you're being very specific about your deal breaker and you're breaking it down to not only what is your deal breaker, which is I want someone who is emotionally vulnerable, but also like what does that look like in action, which is if I share something with them, then I hope that they'll reciprocate you know, vulnerability. And I think that I really think that with like, I was like, oh, I just want a nice guy, you know, like I just want a really nice guy. 
And it's like, well, what does that mean? Like a nice guy, like to you, does that mean something like I want someone to buy me gifts? Okay, well, then that's a lot more specific than just being nice or saying like he must be nice or he might must show me respect, like mutual respect. What does mutual respect look like? Like breaking it down so that you know what to look for. And then also do it on the flip side. Like, what doesn't this look like? What's the opposite? What are like the words and phrases? I think one of my big ones is I always like to date people who are in touch with reality and their role in society. And I know that might seem a little weird, but I've just had situations where, you know, I'll be dating a white man and he'll be like, oh, like, I don't really see color. Like, I just think everyone is a human being. So I don't even see color. That's a low key red flag. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it kind of is because what he's saying is I don't want to recognize racism Mm -hmm. and my own internalized bias and where I fit in society. This is just one example. Yes. Another example would be like if people say like, oh, I'm just neutral on this topic or I just like didn't vote because like for me, that's just saying like those issues don't affect me. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I never have to think about them. Therefore, I won't. Yeah. The reality is that that's a little bit of a narcissistic, narcissistic thing. And yes, selfish. It's selfish because at the end of the day, like non-empathetic, it's not empathetic. If you're only thinking about yourself and the community that surrounds you and if, if the community that surrounds them is them and their boys and they're all like cis genders, heterosexual, like males or, you know, vice versa. It's like a, a cisgender woman, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, with privilege. And they're choosing not to. Choosing to be neutral is choosing the side of oppression. So, exactly. and I, I believe that in the past I have overlooked certain things because not everybody is like like I don't I I'm super like at the end of the spectrum there's a lot of people like in the middle there's people that are willing to change and there's mm-hmm. people that are willing to learn and I think where I have personally sometimes blurred the lines is in that it's like sometimes you get people that seem to be receptive to what you're saying yeah you know seem to be learning from you but at the end of the day is is that a deal breaker to you? Is that something that you want to spend time and effort on to mm-hmm. educate somebody? Because it is very time consuming to educate somebody. It is a lot of work to educate somebody and it is a lot of hurt to educate somebody because they are not going to get what you feel when you're feeling it. They're not mostly if they have no done no like zero work yeah. on on surrounding themselves in new communities in doing any of that work themselves, it's going to be really difficult. So at the end of the day, like if you choose to do that, that's great for you. Honestly, you're doing the Lord's work. But I think also recognize if they're just going along with what you're saying to not make it a problem, to not be problematic, rather than are they really taking in what you're saying and taking that into consideration because they want you in their life with them and they want to grow in that aspect themselves. Not just because of you, but because they want to be more empathetic with all people surrounding them. I mean, something that's interesting of obviously being a woman of color, woman of color, like there's two things there. And then there's also the things I care about that have nothing to do with me. There's a lot of like systems of oppression. And sometimes you feel like, okay, maybe they're good on one, but then you realize, you know, thumbs up on one, thumbs down on the other, right? And it's like kind of hard to like decipher like where everyone's at on the privileged spectrum and how they play into different systems of oppression, not just like, race, gender, 
ableism, what have you. But you can kind of figure out what they feel about things in general if you just talk about one of them, just see how they feel about it. If they're neutral on one, they're probably going to be neutral on both. Think about where they come from in society and like obviously don't judge people, but you just kind of have to realize that being someone who is progressive and wanting to include, be inclusive to all identities is not the norm in America, unfortunately. So I think that sometimes I've given people the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, this is how yeah. I am without realizing like, oh shit, this is not how they are. And I just didn't bring it up. So if those are your deal breakers, like you might want to bring it up, not in like a super aggressive way. Like, like, how do you feel about gay people? Like, you don't have to fucking say that, (laughs) but also listen to what they're saying and be an active listener. And I think that's really hard when you're dating early on because you're like, okay, what am I going to say? What am I going to say to like impress them? And then you don't actively listen to what they're saying. And so then you miss out on clues and they're not even clues. It's just like you miss out on things they say because you're thinking about what the fuck do I say? What am I going to do to impress them? Yeah. I mean, and you can always test out the waters. Like, honestly, if you want to be straightforward, be as straightforward. You don't waste your time. Yeah. Get down to the point. Be like, yo, are you a feminist? And if they're like, ah! you know, and they're not like, well, what do you mean? Like, OK, I think there's three levels. There's like they're going to boot you. They're going to be like, I'm not a feminist. Or they're going to be like, well, what do you consider like a feminist? Or they're going to be like, like yeah fuck yeah I'm a feminist and I think that you may be in the green with the what do you consider a feminist it really depends on what you answer and how they answer back I've been in this situation and I'm like well I think that unfortunately the term feminism has taken a world of a spin or a ride and has been used in a lot of negative content to try to essentially bring down the, a feminist movement but what being feminist is you want equal fucking rights <laughs> like to men like that's that is feminism so I don't think a lot of people get that and like I was like as somebody that has been in that situation and me explaining like what is feminism like this is feminism and they're like really and I'm like where cite your sources bro where are you getting your information because clearly like you are not getting the proper information some people are so miseducated in this country yeah that creates that polarity so in that way I think you can like suss it out if they're willing to learn and willing to and then you can ask them later you can quiz them on it like oh remember what I said what feminism is like have them repeat it back to you and if they haven't grasped it they were not listening to you also I would say just because they're saying they're feminist (laughs) that doesn't mean like okay green lights go like we're all on the same page when it comes to women's issues like they can still be a low-key misogynist and say up front that they believe in women's issues I would say a couple of things that you can do if someone is a misogynist if you ask them about their interests and there is like a female counterpart to their interests and they don't mention that shit at all Mm, okay, they're going to probably lean towards being, yeah, no, I'll say it. They'll lean towards being a misogynist. Like if you like sports, but you don't like women's sports, why not? If you like politics, <laughs> but you don't support any female politicians, why not? That's just my point of view. Mm, that might that's pe- a good one. Well, that's yeah, a good one. I'll have to I'll have to put that one into practice. I mean, if you <clears throat> like basketball and you don't know a single female basketball player, then you're only interested in men's basketball. And I don't really have a good reason why, especially now, people would be like, oh my God, the WNBA is so boring. No, it's fucking not. When's the last time you watched a game, okay? 
I watched WNBA because I support women, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it just says a lot about someone. You could do that with like female rappers, female rappers. Yeah, literally. Like, um, no, I've had that a lot. Where it's like, I'm like, you don't know who this is? Where have you been living under a rock? No, you've only been following your little boy. You could do it with female rappers. I do it with stand-up comedians. Anything someone says they like, you can just ask them what their top five of those people are. And if they're all white men, that's like a kind of indicator that they identify (laughs) with all white men, which isn't like an inherent red flag, (laughs) but it tells you a little bit more about that person that than I think they think. Another thing I think is listen to people when they talk about the people they have relationships with in their life, like family, friends, and how they treat them and talk to them. That's a pretty good indicator on how they talk about the women in their life is a pretty good indicator of how he's going to talk about you. (laughs) So if you don't like what he's saying about his mom, his sister, his friend's girlfriend, take note. And also look at his friends because Mm -hmm. if all of their friends, if all of their friends are problematic as fuck and they they most probably have the same fucking values because if not, what else the fuck do they talk about when you're not there? So there's something up, you know, somebody is giving someone's being a little two faced. Someone's telling you what you want to hear and going and talk and doing the exact opposite to their friends and what they want to hear. I would 100% agree because all my friends are real fucking cool. We don't have any people who are like, oh, no, I don't believe what she like. She's whack. Like, no, if your boy is whack, then you're probably whack, too. I stand by that. If your butt buddy sucks, he probably sucks, too. Sure. 100%. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say in general, when you're dating someone, if you know just talk, ask them questions about them because they'll probably reveal themselves. So like, for instance, if some if you're dating someone, you're like, what are you interested in? They go American history. You can be like, what part of American history? Because American history <laughs> can mean a lot of things. They could be like, I'm really into the Confederacy. Or they could be like, I'm into the genocide of Native Americans in America. Like, that's very two different things. But you wouldn't know if you didn't ask, right? Get specific. Yeah. Be the best detective you can be without looking like you're interrogating the shit out of them. Or don't care. Be like, hey, you know what? If you really want to get this going, I need to know a few things about you. Here's a short list. Here's a pop quiz. <laughs> Another big one. And I mean, this goes with any type of relationship, friendship that you're in. Make sure you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. make sure you're on the same page because you could start a friendship with somebody and it can develop into something more but sometimes you may be in a complete different page and that's not to say that that's your on you mm-hmm. like feelings evolve things develop but if the other person is not reciprocating that emotion you gotta get the hell out of there and quickly like as quickly as possible i think that sometimes actions and words can be very different so i would say with men look at words and with women look for actions because men will tell you what they want at the beginning of a Mm. friendship relationship when you and if you agree to those terms and if you no longer feel like you are good with those terms you gotta communicate you gotta let them know that something has changed for you Mm -hmm. and if nothing has changed for them that's cool but you gotta worry about yourself and what is best for you moving forward with that friendship relationship that isn't to say that the friendship and relationship can't evolve later yeah into something different 
but you need to do what's best for you at that moment so you don't continue to develop feelings and the other person like isn't feeling it i listened to are my dating a narcissist it's a girls gotta eat we love girls gotta eat love them whole podcast and i learned a few things about narcissists and so i'm gonna i'm gonna plug them definitely if you are known to have a lot of narcissistic people in your life and maybe you don't even know that you have a lot of narcissistic people in your life you may be following patterns of the Uh people that you date of dating narcissists so definitely go check out their podcast they have a lot of information about narcissists because obviously like there's a lot of narcissists in this country and you will probably encounter some and you may be with some married to some ex with some and it's just that's a big red flag for me if you're a fucking narcissist and some people are really good at hiding it so most people don't know that they are yeah i would say most most people are unaware most narcissists are very unaware that they are narcissists which makes it a little tricky if you've been dating a pattern of people you might want to go see a therapist all right i feel like me going to therapy has helped me out a lot of seeing some negative patterns. That's another episode for another day. All right. Of just feeling, but just <laughs> finding. That's your own red flag. Yeah, That's right? your own deal breaker. Yeah. But I think on what your point of saying, like communicating with the person and checking in. When I was in college, they would call it like define the relationship. And that felt like I'm going to ask yeah. him to teach. DTR. And that is way more complicated than setting boundaries and expectations at the beginning and adjusting because you've already had that conversation. Because you've already been like, you've already had the like, oh no, like I think where you should just be chill or like, I like you. Let's see where this goes. Since you've already had that conversation, sending a just when you hang out with them, just like, hey, I just want to say, like, I know we said we were going to keep this casual, but I'm starting to build really real feelings for you. So I just want to check in to see where you're at. It'll save you a lot of time. Not knowing doesn't give is not beneficial, isn't beneficial. This isn't the guessing game. We're full on detectives. We get answers. We get facts and prints on. We get paper. (laughs) Exactly. And then I think the last point that definitely connects to this is that There's millions of people out there. So don't try and like find someone that you need or want to change to meet your standards and like, oh, maybe I can change this deal breaker. It's called a deal breaker for a reason. You're going to have to get up and go cut that person. And that's okay because there's millions of people. But to that tune, I feel like if you don't fit for somebody, you might need to break it off before they do. If you if they say things that you're like, fuck, that's not me when they talk about what they want. If they're like, hey, I want a wife who cooks all my meals, is a stay-at-home mom, and does my laundry for the rest of my life, and that's not something you want to do, just do you guys both a favor. Cut your losses. Cut your losses. Snip, snip that hoe. There will be more. There will be more. They may not seem like it at the moment, but there will be another one just around the corner and a better one and a cuter one, maybe with a six pack. Yes. I mean, I know that dating can feel hopeless, especially with these fucking apps, because like, I don't know what men do when they create their profile because I've been on fucking the women's side of Hinge. You know what I'm saying? Like men looking for women. I've been on men's dating profiles. And I'm like, dang, she put in such much effort into this. She looks so cute in all these photos. <laughs> and it's like girl after girl after girl has put effort into their profile. And then you have fucking Matt who has like two pictures and has answered the dumbest <laughs> these questions. gremlin looking motherfuckers. What are you looking for on this app? With all these beautiful queens. <laughs> I know. 
I I do not want to go back to the apps ever no. in my life. We'll we'll see if I ever do. It might just be for Solman Entertainment and Double Dates specifically. But I'm not. That's not. Ugh, ugh, thinking about the apps makes me fucking cringe, bro. Yeah. There's nothing. I have never like in my history of dating apps. That was a while ago, but had good chemistry with anyone I ever met up with. It was just like, eh, eh, I want to go. I would like to leave. I would like to actually not converse with you any longer. I mean, I'm definitely dating someone I met on Tinder. But let me just say, I had to, first of all, those dating apps, most of the people don't want, just want a fucking pen pal. I've said this. They want a pen pal. They don't even want to meet up. Some people will like, I'm like, look, come on. You need to give me something so we can have a conversation. It's not a zilch. I'll match with like you know, three. Some people yeah. just want you to stroke their ego. Like it's all about like getting a little yeah. ego boost while you're on there. And then some people are out. Some people are already in relationships and they're on the app. I know. It's disgusting. Despicable. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. <laughs> Ask them, are you on the are you on dating apps? Are you on dating apps? Are you on them all? I need to know which ones. Are you still on it? And I need to see your profile. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see it. That's actually a good one. Instead of defining the relationship, being like, Are you still on Tinder? If you meet online. <laughs> and it's like we've been dating for like six months. Why are you still on Tinder? You should have deleted it the yeah. day you met. Who are me. you looking for? I'm Who right are you here. looking for? Bite for me. <laughs> Maybe we should do another one on Pick Me Girls. I know. It fucking Grey's Anatomy. Choose me. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> no, bitch. If you ever have to do that, you know that you fucked up. That's your red flag. Yeah. You gotta go. We do not tell anybody to pick us, choose us. If they don't want to, you walk the fuck away. You run away as fast as you can because that's not the person for us. Exactly. Plugs of the week. So for my plug of the week, I am plugging Miss Bonette's Crochet, who is also on TikTok as Mo Chips with two S's. So she makes like the cutest clothes with just like crochet, which is like crazy because it's a lot of work. And honestly, like it's it's trendy and not just trendy, but it's cute. She makes like custom bell bottoms. She makes these like really cute tops with like butterfly cutouts, like kind of on the boob. So it's kind of like a hoe top, but it's also just like a cute top to have. Definitely go support. It's a black owned business. She also has these really good, cool bucket hats. It's like kind of like something I've never seen before. So definitely check her out. All right, so my plug of the week is Lady Crimson Cloth Emporium. So basically, it is a small business that creates reusable panty liners, pads of all sizes for all cycles, and they're also gender inclusive. So they try to have like gender neutral packaging and patterns because they want to like help uh, be inclusive and avoid anyone having body dysmorphia that might need to use these products. They're better for the environment. They're better for your body. So again, Lady Crimson Cloth Emporium, you can find them at that handle on Instagram and also on TikTok. All right. Those are the plugs of the week. Thank you for listening to this week's of the podcast. We have had so much fun sitting with you guys. This is the highlight of my week. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a lovely review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to tell a friend. If you would want some more Thanks for your concern content. You can find us at thanks the number four, your concern. And my personal is at LL Tutor. And mine is at Berenice DSM. Thanks so much for listening. Toodles. Bye.